Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Half and I Say Podcast with your host, Janine. And Joshua. And today, we are in... Our new studio. studio. <laughs> this is Joshua's baby. This is my project, and I must say, I am very, very pleased. He's very proud of himself. Very proud. Very proud. First of all, for those of you who can't see it, please, I do suggest that you watch this on YouTube so you can see the new surrounding, the new furniture, the new setup that we have, the new wall, the new lights, everything and ev- everything and anything in this room has been bought brand new, <laughs> unfortunately, because <laughs> I was too stupid to first realize to find something on Dubizzle or a secondhand site, but... um. Nevertheless, I'm still very, very pleased of what I've accomplished. I I did take some help from my best friend, Justin Gia. Shout out to him. He did give me a few ideas here and there, but... um, He's a professional. He's a professional interior designer. I can't remember where he works. (laughs) I only know his previous company's name for some reason, but not his current company. Let's not plug it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But uh, yes, he did help me. Uh, It's still a work in progress. So definitely in the next episode, you'll see some changes in whatever you see before you but uh, as of now i'm very very happy that we at least could do what we could to record an episode because we have been mia for what three weeks yes by the time that we get this up it will be the third week yes yeah i just want to go back a little bit and say that i'm super proud of joshua seriously because at first we were both deciding when you know, we got the place. We decided that this is the apartment that we wanted to rent out. We put in our offer. We got everything. We got approved for it. Mm-hmm. Fighting off other three families. I don't know. And Jadaf now is a is a very it's a hot plate. I would say it's been quite tough lately. And when we were discussing about where are we gonna put in the studio, Joshua started voicing out that he wanted to do the whole interior design of it and he want to take it on as his own project and an a to z project basically so everything from the decor to the setup to the equipment yeah everything i mean thankfully we already had a lot of equipment yeah most of the equipment already purchased they're but the same it's just the interior the design the the couch the feel the wall the just the design of it yeah but everything else in terms of equipment it's all the same um but he voiced it out and I agreed. But at that point, if I'm being honest, I was a little bit hesitant. I'm Thank like, you. do I actually give him full control? And you guys would hear that in the previous episode where we were talking about his room. <laughs> and we were talking about how his room was just, you know, a mishmash of all of his design inspiration uh, in life. But he did a really, really good job. There were a couple of things that he, you know, he was asking his, well, my opinion on a couple of things. And I always answered saying, you do what you want to do. It's your project. I'm not going to interfere. But there were a couple of points here and there that I had to say, especially when they painted the wall the first time they did it so josh did really spend a lot because the first painters who came in didn't really do a great job on the wall yeah 
We were both quite upset, um, but then he got in another painters who came I in. I got in the and... pros. Just to backtrack a little bit to yeah. what he said, initially, I, I had everything planned out. I didn't want Janine's opinion on anything. I just knew that, okay, I had to work with our brand colors. I knew that I had a, not a very big space to do a studio because I actually wanted the master's bedroom for the studio. So it's a little bit bigger. Uh, but then, of course, she didn't agree to that, unfortunately. So I had to settle for the other spare we room. We had to have our own bedroom. Well, me first, because I'm living here. Yeah. I have to have my proper bedroom. Yes, and but he the wants needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Uh, so basically, I'm like, okay, let me just take this room. I'm sure I can work with it. I just need to redesign a, full, a lot of things. And then I called in a painter and then um i was i was so indecisive of what i wanted mm. in the end i settled for something and then like what janine said uh it did not work out like i can even show a picture of what it was initially and like you can see it over here and because of that mess up i started uh questioning myself a lot like i felt very insecure about can i actually handle this because i already messed up with the paint and everything so i did ask for advice from janine like slowly i started like trying to bring her into this project a little bit she did give her two cents about everything and then i'm like you know what i need to redesign the whole thing so i got the second batch of painters and i had to paint it with a primer first to remove all that dark color and then they had to repaint it all over again but all in all i must say that this company did a very 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 good job and well, the funniest part was all the podcast furniture came first before janine's uh regular furniture from our old place so that's how excited i was like the moment we got the keys to this house i'm like i did all the ordering yeah ikea came in all of these furniture came in and there wasn't really anything in the house as of yet and everything for this podcast room was already here he was that fixated on it so you have no idea guys like and janina as well like i had sleepless nights mm. And I'm not even kidding, like problem sleeping, just thinking like, what did I do? Why did I get that wall? And then like, how can I change it? Should I just move it to this side of the room? Like what is behind the camera? And I'm just thinking about all these things, really sleepless nights. And it was all during the, the Eid break. Mm. So I'm like, I was really fixated on this. I couldn't get this project out of my mind. And, and he was quite teary eyed earlier on because like he just finalized everything put in the final decorations actually took a moment uh because the moment i realized that it's all it's really coming together is when janine turned on the camera mm. and i saw it on the laptop of how the the frame would be yeah and looking at it right now it's it, it really brought me to a like a moment sitting on this couch before we actually hit the record button i'm like i can't believe i did this mm. i did spend a lot but i'm very happy that uh i wasn't cheap the second time around and uh, actually did something which i'm very proud of um i do fixate on quite a few things and uh, this was one of them and i'm glad that that fixation has helped me really build this room and yeah still a lot of things to do but i'm on the right track and i have to thank you for that thank you for trusting me because there are a lot of times whenever i ask janine for for advice she's like that's your room that's yeah. your baby that's your your thing maybe i could have gotten some of the spends a little bit lower than what you have spent overall but that's it's your project yeah it's my project i don't wanna yeah meddle with and he did a good job so thank you good job josh yeah so if anyone needs uh any advice or any 
any guidance on how to build a podcast studio from the ground up, um, I would be that guy. And like I told Janine, I, I think that's my long-term vision. Uh, I'm very passionate about podcasting and I think it, it initially it was just mostly the content, but then I started realizing all the things like, oh, they have the Shure microphone, oh, they have those Sony earphones. I started noticing all the, the equipment and the editing and the producing uh, just from the outside looking in and I was quite intrigued. I'm like, this is such a cool thing to be doing. And I think that's something that I actually want to do in the long run. And uh, I think this is a testament to and was like a sort of a reassurance, I would say, that I could actually do it in the future. Yeah. There you go. It's your your future retirement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Not other day, the other day, just yesterday, I thought, you know what? Let me go surprise Janine, maybe try to find her some company in this house. But she disagreed. Well, this is what happened yesterday, okay? We were fixing a lot of things. I was fixing a lot of things. Josh was like cooking. Thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. I cooked very a mean sweet bowl yesterday. of Aras Caldo. He did really well. Yeah. He got this Nutri-Cook pressure cooker with like all-in-one, six-in-one. What is like, it called? It's like a hundred and one. I yeah, don't know. Just it's like, like it can do anything. Put food in it, and it. it yeah, just it's, a, it's a fridge. It's a. It's an oven. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's seriously. Not, it, it's we, like a pressure cooker, a rice cooker. Um, it's like a kitchen in one, basically. Exactly. Like I'm sure if I looked into all the settings, I'm pretty sure it could even like create a spoon for me. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> but it was cooking, and from the morning when he came in, he kept telling me that. We're going to go to this coffee shop. And I'm like, what coffee shop? He's like, it's a new coffee shop. It's in Alcoz. We need to go. I really want to try their coffee. We're both coffee lovers, by the way. And I said, sure. Yeah, let's go. You know, and then I asked him, should I get ready now? And he says, no, it's okay. We can go in the afternoon. Sure. Okay. We were planning a trip to Ikea. So I said, let's go there first. And then we go to Ikea after. And apparently this coffee shop is... A very exclusive coffee shop that it has. Yeah, I said it was own. a boutique coffee shop. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, the, it, we have to hurry up, get ready soon. And I'm like, get ready for what? And he's like, well, it it closes at six p.m. I'm like, what coffee shop closes at six p.m.? Tom and Serge, and and uh, raw coffee. As well oh yes, that is true. Six. Yes, but I was quite weirded out by it because we're in Dubai and usually coffee shops, you know, go until the wee hours. Mm-hmm of the evening so i'm like sure okay i'm gonna get ready and he's like yeah hurry up let's go okay then we went before that he was asking me oh by the way did you get your antihistamine because i was out of antihistamines i have really horrible allergies to everything dust pollen change of weather fur dander whatever it is i'm like what a weird thing to ask. Like, if I got my antihistamines, yes. Is he being thoughtful? Maybe. I said, yes, I got it. And I pointed to the box. And then we get to this coffee shop, coffee shop, quote unquote. And I I, I keep asking, where is it? Where is it? I'm looking out. He's like pointing towards there. He's like, it's just a couple of meters away. I'm like, fine. I don't see a coffee shop. Anyway, we get there and I see a sign of, what is it called? Wagon Tails? Tails Wagon? Whatever it's called. Either or, yes. I, I don't know if the Tails or the Wagon is first, but it's a combination of Tails and, and Wagon. wagon yes. yes. 
And I saw this sign and it hit me. We're not going to go to a coffee shop. Joshua brought me to an adoption day for dogs. And for weeks now, ever since we started looking at our two-bedroom apartments, we would always ask our prerequisite was an apartment that would actually accept dogs. Mm -hmm. And because eventually, once we get married, we settle in, we're going to adopt a dog. And he has been fixating on different types of dogs. Yeah, I jumped the gun with that one, yes. And he brought me there. As a surprise, I love dogs. If you know me, I love dogs a lot. But I also know, knowing how much I love dogs, that I cannot go into an adoption center without being emotional or attached to a dog. So I tried to brace myself before going in saying, okay, I can't be attached to any dog because we're not ready. And I don't want to punish the dog. You know, the dog will not feel 100% loved, 100% well taken care of because I'm not ready or not ready. You have a new job. We're getting into a new apartment. We're planning our wedding. I'm going to get into a new job soon. There's just too many things happening at one time. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to punish the dog for that because we're not ready. So we went in and Josh fell in love with Tova, an English bully. And she's two years old. She's super cute. As soon as she saw Josh, she started doing this, scratching the glass door, you know, wagging her tail, smiling at Josh, pressing her her face onto the glass. So she was really seeking his attention and he fell in love, of course. I um, mean, he was always, he, you always wanted like a, a, you know, a an ugly dog. I, I like, really like an ugly dog. And yeah. I want a, fa- a dog that has drew, a droopy face. Yeah. And, and yeah, drooly, like he drooly, wants like, like saliva, like literally everywhere. Like, like pugs, if, you would like pugs. I love English a pug, yeah. Bullies, like those are the types of dogs that he would love. Um, maybe a Pekingese, the same, like fat faced. And he fell in love and we had to leave of course because we couldn't and there actually it was quite nice that there was another couple who wanted to take tova in for like a test foster for a couple of days until they see if tova would react good to their child but anyway regardless we left and i saw how sad josh was like he was really heartbroken and i told him this is the reason why i don't get myself to adoption centers as of yet because you're going to get very sad when you leave. And it's quite sad seeing all of these dogs. And I was just t- telling Josh, like, there was a dog. There was a Great Dane. Mm-hmm. A Great oh, Dane. Oh, man. That Great Dane? He is was so the greatest beautiful. Dane in, I've ever seen. Black, beautiful, lush It's a show hair. dog. I told Janine, this is clearly yeah. a show dog. Like, it has to be in those beauty pageants for dog for some reasons. Because this was a majestic, stunning dog. Yeah, like, super huge. I would put it on a frame. But the sad part to it is, how the hell did that dog get here? Yeah. In Dubai, there was a chow chow. Chow chows are usually dogs, the one, the dogs with blue tongues. They're usually used to cold weather. Mm. So it's really sad. Huskies, they're supposed to be in the snow and in cold temperatures. So to me, it's very sad that they're here locked in, you know. The sandpit. In a kennel, yeah. In if the it was like a Saluki, a UAE mix, or a different breed, then I think they would be able to... Acclimatize to the yeah. weather. But 
a Great Dane, a Chow Chow, a Husky. It's sad to me because, yeah, maybe the Huskies would love the air conditioning, but they're supposed to be out like these labs, these golden retrievers. So, so the reason I went to to this to this uh, adoption day is because I I saw this golden retriever. Uh, what was the name? Oreo. No. I can't remember. Charlie. 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 Yes. And this Charlie was the best dog in the whole world of dogs. <laughs> but then when I when I saw Tova, I was always drawn back. Like like you would see like Janine and I walking around, but I would just like leave her and go back to Tova. Yeah. Like three or four times because there was something about this dog that that made me want to like hold it and like take care of it for the rest of my life. And it was, like, such a very, very, like, weird bond that I had with that dog in the moment because I I couldn't explain it because I I honestly went to see the Golden Retriever. But it was was such a... Like, Janine, after that, she's like, you know, you did this to yourself because I jumped the gun and then I went to this adoption day and I wanted to see dogs. And, like, what she said is true. Like, I went without the the backing of um, me knowing that I'm going to get a dog. Mm-hmm. And that was the very hard part, you know? Yeah. It's like me, like, going to... <laughs> a chocolate store, a candy store. Yeah, a candy store and knowing that I have anything. diabetes or something, yeah. So... Knowing that you can't have any of the candy. Exactly, like, without any money, basically. Yeah. And just wishing for the best. Yeah, it was it was sad. Look, I'm, I'm sad, too, because... I saw a dog, a Maltese, looked exactly like my dog. Yeah, yeah, you had a moment as well over and there. And I'm just like, oh, I can't do this yeah. for now until, you know, we get to settle in and just one, one thing at a time. It's I know, just too I much know, happening, I know. too much happening. I so, Like, I just want to adopt every dog in the world and just have dog time, basically. That's the sad part to it. Like, all of these dogs, nothing wrong with them. Some of them are five years, six years. Super healthy. The Great Dane Sup- is six years. The like- Great Dane was super, like, to be honest, like, I think that's the same way I Janine looks at unicorns, like, mythical, beautiful. When I saw the Great Dane, it was massive. Like, literally, if it, if it like, put its hands in the air, it would reach Burj Khalifa, the top. It was massive. And I'm just like, how are your dogs like you? Like... Scooby Doo is a Great Dane, right? Is he? Yeah, I believe. Oh yeah, so. yeah, true. So I'm just like, wow, man! Like, he is a brown imagine Dane, me yeah. and the Great Dane could like go around and solve mysteries and stuff. Yeah, that'll be like the dream. Yeah. Who would you be though? What Which in, character in Scooby Doo? Yeah, I think I would be um, Vilma. I was supposed to say the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't find my glasses half the time. <laughs> And I or like your, to your, your lenses are out of your eyes. Yes, and I like the color orange a lot, but it just doesn't look uh, good on my skin. Hmm. I look like a walking sun when I wear orange. <laughs> you do look good. Yeah. In any color. No, not purple nor yellow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Those are the colors I know I don't look good in. So Lakers then. Oh yeah, Lakers. Yes, I cannot wear Lakers jersey. So like if. If Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, um, ever wanted me to to play in the Lakers, I have to say no because I would look ugly in every picture. First of all, he'll never be able to ask you. Yeah, because he's passed away now. Yeah, I mean, 
there's so many other people that you'd mm. rather ask, I guess. Mm. Yeah. You know, guys, I used to play basketball growing up. Uh, I used to play in uh, high school. Not for the high school. I just used to play in high school. <laughs> <laughs> just in the court. Just in the, you know, when <laughs> all the players the left <laughs> and how uh, just like, you know, finally my turn. Not even the official varsity of yeah, the school. So. No one really wanted me. I'm but um, <laughs> I really like basketball. I never, fo- I don't follow sports like, you know, like some guys are like, oh, Chelsea, Man United, all that crap. But then uh, I just, yeah, Ooh. I just. I think it's so weird that these people, oh, we won the, the FIFA World Cup, man. I'm just like, okay, calm down, bro. You're hitting a sensitive nerve. I don't care. <laughs> I Like, seriously, that those are things that really get to me, though. Like, I was never about, like, yo, my team is going to win the finals. Right. And, yeah. right. and I think people who are super, super, like, uh, obsessed about their teams and watch every game, I think they're all... Mm. Yeah, sorry guys, it's just my personal opinion. You can't hate me for that, but uh, yeah, I just think it's it's very weird. Like you have that, oh, I bleed blue, I bleed red, uh, Manchester, Chelsea, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, calm down, guys. Get a personality, okay? Um, you are on something I don't today. Know, I don't You're know. On Where something. was I going with this? Uh, this I don't Lakers. know, man. <laughs> We're talking about colors. I, I suggested Lakers except yeah. the purple and yellow and you I don't just know. went on a rampage. Who hurt you? I don't know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just, the views are my own and cannot be um, portrayed to Janine. You can <laughs> attack me all you want, but leave Janine out of this. But uh, Look, I love my teams from time teams? to time. Not these. Like I love, when it comes to football, I love Brazil. You know, I, I would cheer for them as much as I could. Yeah, that's that's fine, but not like... I would sacrifice my life for... Sacrifice my life. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, but like I was saying, there are these people who are like super hardcore, who would like kill people, riot in the streets just for a football team. And I'm just like... Speaking of on. riots. Yeah. Philippines, I know where we're going with man. this. Philippines. You know what? First of all, before we get there, just wanted... Well, we just both wanted to express our condolences we're currently on the last day of the mourning period no it's actually going for 40 days but uh, a hard three days initially so i yes think like the is... official mourning period where everyone actually stops radio stations are closed off and that's because the president of uae sheikh khalifa bin zayed al-nahyan passed away a couple of days the 13th Friday the 13th. Oh, was it Friday yes. the 13th? May 13th. Oh, okay. Um, I was just thinking about it earlier and I'm like, how nice was it that he actually got to spend Eid with his family? Oh, yeah, that's, that's actually really nice. He was able really to nice fast nice. Ramadan and all that. I think that, you know, that's the holiest period that they have within yes. the year. Similar to how we do our Christmas, how we do our Easter yeah. for Christians. So I think it was a nice period that he was able to, I guess, bond with his yeah. family. I don't really know what the cost is. Um, it's just old age. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, just he's old. old age. He served the country well, and now the crown prince of Abu Dhabi, his brother, <clears throat> will now be the president of UAE, Sheikh Mohammed mm-hmm. bin Zayed Al Nahyan. He's been sort of active the past couple of months and the past couple of years. You'd really see when they talk about Abu Dhabi, it would really be both of them. Mm-hmm. And I guess because, you know, eventually they would need to plan his the successor. successor yeah. And he's been doing quite well. And 
it's quite exciting to see what initiatives he's going to bring on. Yes, um, UAE is always has always will be and always has been in safe hands. Yeah. So um, yeah, with just, its uh, different leaders as well. So yeah, just uh, very very sad to see the passing of a great leader, but. He oh, did well. Yeah, he did he really well. His country well. He definitely left his mark, and his legacy will always continue. And just um, I was I was looking at the whole because they laid him to rest yesterday, the other day. So I was watching yeah. the videos of how. So usually in like Islam, they don't really they they rest the their past loved ones right away because exactly yes they don't put them in a coffin similar to how it is i guess in the philippines or other countries where they inject them with formaldehyde so that the bodies can actually last a little bit longer they don't do that i don't think they inject any sort of chemicals onto the body i think it's forbidden mm-hmm. not too sure maybe religious um it's quite like sad but also like when you see it like he did well because you would see all of these people, you would see our fellow like friends or Emiratis, they're really affected by it. And that's a sign yes, yes. that he sort of got his people's respect, you know? Very true. So that's that's a mark of a true and remarkable leader. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Not just Emiratis, like even... The world, yeah, the are... world mourns as well. Like a lot of countries have also expressed their their sincere uh, condolences. It's Thank a very sad. It was a very sad moment. Like even for me, I wasn't expecting it when I came got to work on Friday hmm. midday. Hmm. Yeah, the internet blows up with the news, the and news. even I was shocked. And I'm like, I even sent you a screenshot. I'm like, yeah, this I, I, is crazy. I knew it from you. Yeah. So, thank you so much. Yeah, Sheikh Khalifa, you've done well. He served yes. your country well. Yes. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, now we get on to the hot topic of Philippines elections. <clears throat> I feel like this episode is like a news episode, you know? I know, right? Like, it's all so about... Back from, from sports to weather, and now we have <laughs> back breaking news. Back from bashing news. sports. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. You know, you know what I feel. See, when when Janine and I were discussing what we're going to be talking on this episode, I'm like, as much as we don't like what's happening, yeah. is that the right words that I've said? Yeah, right I'm going to be vocal. Yes. I, I still want to give the newly elected president of the Philippines well, not the yet. benefit. Not yet. Still, but it hasn't been officially, officially announced. So, out of the Wait, unofficial... Not yet. I thought it was... Not yet. He will be sworn into oh, yeah, presidency Yeah, he hasn't been soon, done, it, but, but it's it's obvious he is. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. But it, the official um, ceremonies and the the procedures have not been done yet. Commenced. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, it's clear. He won by landslide. So when For some we, reason, when I which mean I will he, never understand, but yes. For those who don't know, Philippines had their elections of president. It happens every six years. So President Rodrigo Duterte is about to leave his post and Bongbong Marcos is now taking over, which... Hey, no. I'm not going to say anything. All I'm going to say is that my opinion is that, of course, he is not the president that 
I would have loved to see. And yeah, it's okay. difficult to call him, well, eventually call him president. But again, we are coming from a democratic country. And the essence of being a democratic country is that it's the vote of the people. And the majority, mm-hmm. landslide Very even, well said, yes. Are, they voted for Bongo Marcos. And, and that's that's just how it is. You just have to accept it. We just mm-hmm. have to accept it. You know, I, I kept on explaining to my foreign friends. It felt like, you know, when Trump and Clinton were both running and at one point Trump was already starting to win and then people were very, well, not everyone, but of course his supporters were rejoicing, but majority of the people were also flabbergasted that Trump would actually win. Like who would have thought? That it was possible. You no, know, it's 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 exactly this, not exactly the same scenario. But for me personally, with the whole Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton thing, I was like, as long as it's not Donald Trump, so anyone else, as yeah. long as it's not him, yeah. And you can see everywhere the memes, how social media was flooded with like songs about Donald Trump, like how much people hated him, or like you know the memes of everything from his demeanor to the way he spoke to everything. Like like how can this guy be running for president? Everyone thought it was a joke at first. But him winning at the end was like a wake-up call to everyone. I'm like, crap. Like, a lot of people could be... I don't like saying this word loosely, but like brainwashed to some extent. Yeah, and and, and it felt to me that it was the same. Like, families, friends, colleagues were fighting over who they believed in. Like, it really divides a lot of people. And it really does. people really judged one another. It's difficult when you believe in one thing. And someone else believes in another and mm-hmm. you just can't find the middle ground to it. But what I can say is that the middle ground is for us to find love despite exactly, everything. Exactly. And as long as there's love for the country and I'm hoping that Bong Bong Marcos would have love for the country... Okay, so yesterday we had guests come over. I don't know. I don't want to say who. Yeah, just say guests. Yeah. Yeah, and we had like a full-on discussion about where the Philippines is heading. Yeah. And I already knew most of the stuff, but some stuff were like came to me as a shock because I'm still here thinking I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, of course, we don't know his intentions, and he's never been to rallies and even spoke about his intentions with the Philippines. But of course, I still wanna keep him away from his like his father's footsteps as i would say and see if like okay maybe he's a different person maybe i cannot compare a serial killer to his son right so it's mm-hmm. something okay not he wasn't a serial killer but i'm just throwing an example yeah maybe he yeah he was actually there's a lot of he killed people yeah, that's not were, a lie uh, there were there were instances he's a of dictator that, yes. that's not a lie of course he stole, stole money from the Philippines. Not a lie. And it's not a small amount. It's in the billions. It's north of ten billion. Stolen from from the people. It's <sighs> We're and it's get around six billion itself from um uh, tax evasion. And it's just so weird to me, in my own opinion, because the Philippines, you know, they're the most loving people I've ever met, and I will always continue to believe that. And Seeing it in the hands of someone who I'm not sure of will be taking care of the country. 
it's it's really taking uh, a toll on me to some extent because I always tell Janine, and I always tell this to a lot of people. Like even right now, if if I was offered something in the Philippines or if I had the resources, I would pack up and leave and head back all the way to the Philippines just just to start something by myself, just to give back in some shape or form. But now, I don't know. It's becoming a distant dream every mm. single day. Look, well. Again, we'll never know what his intentions exactly. Only time can tell, basically. Are only time can tell, and it sucks because it's not for us. Like we're good, we're good, we're here. We have our jobs here. Yeah, we have, you know, Sheikh Mohammed. <laughs> we have that time. Right? Um, but our people, our poor people, especially those who are of the lower class. Are the ones who are going to get affected? Yeah, everyone lower and uh, middle lower classes. Well, yes, because they're the ones who are caught in, in literally the everything. They're gonna lose money here and there, but they have their money. They're secured. They're fine. Yeah, they're they're really fine. It's the people. First of all, the the lower middle class people were the first ones who were in, uh, affected the most by COVID. But what's interesting is these people are actually the ones who voted for him, not. All of these 30 plus million votes are coming from the lower class. There still are. I have family members. Again, I'm saying who are yeah, yeah. going to be voting or who voted for him. Mm-hmm. And I have friends who have voted for him and clearly stating their support of him and his running mate, Sara Duterte. Um, I have, to be honest, I have nothing against Sara Duterte. What? But maybe a couple of things here and there, but not as much as. This is such a controversial episode, but man, how she's, much I... she's as crazy as her dad, and uh, she is crazy. But it, but like I was telling the the guests yesterday, and Janine, like that's the ultimate power move, you know? Yeah. Let me put BBM with another super influential person right now, and like mm. an unstoppable force, basically. They it was a. It was a good tandem. Both it's so of them funny because really I was watching them. videos and documentaries about the the family, the Duterte family, and she's like slapping people. I'm like, seriously, this girl is like literally. There's how a, brave she there's, is. There's police officers who like should be the ones slapping. Not really, but yeah, she's it, not scared of them. But she literally ran to the front and slapped like people. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, she's not scared of them. Yeah, she got it from her dad. Oh yeah, he's even another more. Guy. Yeah, the number one catholic country in asia and he called the pope the he insulted the pope and i'm like that guy has balls for days he um he just doesn't know how to express himself verbally in a professional manner yeah i guess yeah you would never expect that from a president all like here he here he today the toast and the the wine and have a toast and and then he's like um oh, i'm not asking for a president to be perfect i'm just at least if the world is on your yeah, yeah that, that's true yeah be yourself but at the same time yeah calm down dude. you're the president yes all eyes are on you not just adults you have young people looking at you so i would have loved for him to conduct himself even better yeah not that he didn't do the best like he did bring he, philippines to he did a some better good place he did some good things i'm not gonna rob him off of that but it was just his methods of doing so was uh yeah quite yeah right yeah so it's sad 
But one good thing about it is that the number of voters, I guess, is at all-time high so yeah. far. I think it's at 80, 81, 80 plus. I don't know how much exactly. I can check. But 80 plus percent of the eligible voters of the Philippines, of the, what, 110 million people. So around 60 million were eligible voters. Around 80 plus percent of those have actually voted. So... I think so far people are starting to understand the power. What are you smiling at? I just are my numbers correct? What? Uh, how many people voted in the Philippines election? And the first headline is in the top stories. I'm disgusted. <laughs> Readers in the Philippines on the 2022 election result. <laughs> Marcos Jr. asks, world not to judge him by his family's past as he claims victory in Philippines elections. How many hours ago? Five. This is five days ago. Oh, five days ago. Yeah. It's crazy though. Like seriously, it's not a normal history that his family had, so it's really hard to to take that out of the equation. For those who would like to know more about it, there's um there's a documentary that was Did you you said you watched it? The Kingmaker. It's called The Kingmaker. You'll find it on Vimeo. The director put it on Vimeo for everyone to watch if you please do. It's free for you to watch and if you watch it, you can make up your own opinion about the marcos it'll oh, yeah, it's here i was looking for it on youtube yesterday it'll give you a little bit of an idea of who they are and it's not fiction it's them <laughs> it's literally them but yeah they are they were one of the most influential names in history can be bad good and bad i guess what is it called when something's bad? Infamous. Yes, infamous. Infamous. So, I'm not gonna say anything more to but it. But I would love to do a full episode, maybe in the future, about uh, a history of the Philippines or the last hundred years of the Philippines. Yeah, because I'm learning a lot right now, and I would love to to share it to the people once mm. I have like at least all my timelines and everything correct. Right. Because it, it's Philippines in the last like thirty or forty years has been run by the most stupidest people in the whole world. With a few exceptions and a few people better than the other. But seriously, like back to back, it's it's really crazy. So I'm I'm still trying to get a hang of the, the timelines and everything. But once I do, I would love to maybe just dedicate an episode about that. Because for me, Philippines is a country the closest to my heart like i even consider myself more filipino than indian mm. so it's it's and you it's, know more about the country more than yes more than india india yes mm. so yeah so let's um i think the good note to it and i'll end with that is that people are now more engaged people are now more than ever yes that's understanding actually very true yes. of their power of their voice of what they can do to support the philippines mm -hmm. what can they do to actually influence other people regardless if you're an OFW, if you live in the Philippines, you're out of the country, whatever your status is. Um, and I think at this point, we can try to look at the positive things that we can fixate on. Um, yes, our hearts are broken for those who are non-supporters of BBM and Sara Duterte, but I think there are good senators that have good hearts um surprisingly robin padilla 
the action star is the the f- number one most voted senator. At first, I was like, hmm. Okay, why? I don't know this whole Robin Padilla thing. He so. is. You, you know Robin Padilla, I right? know him. I know yeah, him so as, he's a, an action as an star. actor. Yeah. He's, he's an actor, very famous. Um, heart, thro- heart throb. Really? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Um, Robin Padilla. Isn't, isn't he super... Super white. He's good looking. He's like the Johnny Depp of the Philippines. No. He is. Really? Yes. Um, quite surprised. But then I started like watching his videos and Tita Tin from Hello Mamster show started posting a little bit more about him. Shout out to Tita Tin. Thank you for you know, making He's us. He's a gorgeous man. He, I told he you, he is the Johnny man. Depp of the Philippines. Yeah, I can see it. Um, And yeah, I, I just, yeah. She will put a picture of him. This is crazy. Yeah, he is the, the J-Dep of <laughs> the Ness. And just watching him speak about the Philippines and how much he cares about the people mm. of the Philippines, you know that this guy would at least do his utmost best in bringing forward whatever he can to help the country. So mm-hmm. that's good. There are a couple of good people in there. Um, Cheese Escudero, I really like him as well. So let's not lose hope. It is difficult, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll try. We'll try. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah, it's, we can give an update in the next three years. <laughs> it's so Another difficult episode. to say that. No, but uh, but what uh, what you said is very very true because like for me, even I'm the last guy who would know much about politics. Yeah. And recently, just because of this whole situation and whatever is going on and people actually voicing out and started thinking, you know, like my vote actually really counts. Mm. That's when and I also my started, voice counts. Yes, my voice also counts. And that's when I actually deep dive into this whole situation so I can see what, like this might have been like a a way for people to actually start opening and thinking about like, oh yes, the future of my country mm. is in my hands as well. So I'm going to yeah. try to exercise exercise my right to vote and um yeah just basically that i think it it really did open up a lot of dialogues for people and um i'm really glad that this is something that has actually come out of it yeah quite sad though that it wasn't translated well into the lebanon elections that i don't know anything Um, about (laughs) unfortunately the voter show up is at the all-time low so it's no the other way. end of the spectrum. Um, in two thousand and eight, I th- two thousand sorry two thousand and eighteen, um, I think it was a- around fifty plus sixty percent, and this time around it's at forty one percent. So, I guess it's a combination. But it's opened up already in Lebanon. Yeah, they're starting to count. They're starting to count. They're, they're oh, already. The- in the, the voting period is already finished. It's done. It's over. Oh, yeah. okay. So my dad voted, um, and they're already seeing the preliminary results. Um, so far, I think it, it's the Hezbollah, Hezbollah are losing the party backed by Hezbollah are losing, and I think the Christian party are the ones who are sort of getting the upper hand in terms of the votes. Again, it's not yet finished in terms of counting the votes, but so far 
that's what they're seeing. Um, but I think the whole mood of Lebanon is just it's just down. I think people are losing hope with everything that that has been happening. Starting off from the blast. I mean, even before the blast, like everything no, it, wasn't it goes really doing way well. Before that, but right. I think the blast is what really shook up Lebanon and made people like realize that it's really gone into shambles. It's very sad. It's such a beautiful country, but I I just I just I don't know, man. It's and it's seen everywhere in the world with these corrupt politicians like have this greed for money. They will literally do anything that they can, even at the expense of people's lives, at the yeah. expense of, of of like land and everything like that, just to make another dollar. And it's it's really sad. That's something I will never understand unless maybe I'm in that position as well. But putting so many things at stake, making so many wrong decisions, I don't know. It's beyond me. It's really, really is beyond me. I guess some people just don't have that guilt right yeah because they've been taken over by the hunger of power yeah seven billion people and everyone is different it's it's really crazy like how personalities and and uh what what they're hungry for Mm. it's really really it's it's very unique uh, i would say like everyone is really different but at the same time you have the extremes of everything if there's one thing that i believe in it's that goodness prevails so They'll have their their time. I'm glad you still think like that. I'm very yeah. happy you do. I think that's the only thing that we can, right? We still have to have faith yeah. at the end of the day, regardless of what happens, regardless of anything, regardless of who sits on these thrones. At the end of the day, it's still God who actually sits on the throne mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. So it is difficult. It's not the best of of days for both you know my lebanese people and my filipino people but there's hope that's what i'm, I can say. I'm so glad that you, yeah. you said that and there's a lot of ngos that we can help regardless of who sits on the throne in terms of government even lenny herself the second placer in the philippine presidential um, the runner-up the runner-up um, she's gonna start up her. She's gonna start up her own NGO to help the people of the Philippines, nice. um, which is quite nice because usually the um, the president, the presidential candidates who don't win, usually they take their rest and they're like, you know, yeah. that's a good battle that I fought, and then that's it. But here she is. Like the work doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great on her but also there's no nothing wrong in resting if you've been serving for so long um like senator traveling for so long laxon um expressed on i think social media or the news saying i've been serving the philippines for too long i fought a good you know fight he's been trying to win the elections for i think this is his third time now yeah Um, you told me so he's like done done for now yeah so Let's see. Let's see what's going to happen, what's going to unravel in the next, you know, a couple of weeks. But I'm praying for our countries, Philippines, Lebanon, India, the UAE. So many new things happening. So many things. I I was telling Janine this other day. It's like, it's so crazy what's actually 
actually actually what's actually happening in the world right now and it's 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 really beyond me like we're in times that i've never been in before okay verge of world war 3 inflation going up mm. countries electing new leaders who were not sure what their intentions are and so it's like it's really super beyond me like what's going on what's going on like what's happening are we living in a dream yeah like i've been super anxious these last few days because i'm like i'm realizing a lot of things but then it's just how it is right life is not in our control yeah ever. that's that's so true and if we always try strive to seek control over that oh yeah that's that's true yes then we'll get ourselves don't be upset anxious. of the things you cannot control yeah so god help us understand things that we cannot control um and you know it's not the most positive of podcast episodes that we've had yeah i'm surprised like this is a new studio we're supposed to be talking about happy things and no something it really went that direction but no but i'm glad we spoke about it i'm really glad we spoke about that that's that's just how life is and you just have to take one step at a time yeah I hope this podcast actually gets a lot of views and listens because I think this is a very raw podcast that we've done. Mm. It's something we we try to stay away from, mm. I would say. A certain certain topics or political views, a lot of those kind of things, but I'm Sometimes glad we did. Have two voices. Yes, I, and I'm glad we did. Like yesterday, honestly, at one point I'm like our podcast room is almost set up, let's move everyone here and just have a discussion. I mean, we have four mics now. Yeah. Um, we can literally make it work. For those who are listening up until this point and have a different opinion against what I just said, what against what Josh just said, please feel free to use the comment section. Let us know what you think. No, no, it's a <laughs> just free it's world. Nice things. I don't <laughs> want. Uh, I don't want to delete comments. <laughs> no, I think that you know there are a couple of episodes before that people oppose what we're saying or what we've what we believe in and it's a free it's a free world as long as you're not putting in racist or slurs or any other comments that have bad words in it mm. you know if you want to get your opinions across you can do it and uh, if you're a bbm supporter the floor is yours yes actually we should have got a bbm supporter and yeah spoke. but i don't know of well i know of but I don't want if they're to. willing to come here. There was a documentary I was watching, and this is one guy's like, "I'm a BBM supporter, and I can, I can, um, what is that word? I can change your mind. <laughs> no, um, I can debate anyone okay. who's against. And okay. I'm like, let's see. I, I mean, from my knowledge, I have, I'm like literally at the top of the iceberg, bottom, top, top of the iceberg when it comes to the political situation in Philippines. But mm. I would still love to hear, uh, both the sides to every story, basically yeah like from I what i know to what makes them still think like he is the right candidate mm. like i would still love to to learn like i'm not, I'm not the best at debate at all so no, not in debate but i want him to tell me like i could i know about his family history i know about his his mom's uh greed for for the finer things in life at the expense of the philippines people i know about um about the 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 killings or the anyone all the naysayers all the people that they've jailed just because they were in media or they said something wrong about that family what makes you think that they are still good people mm. like 
I want to learn what's in their mind. Mm. I might think they're stupid at the end of the day, or I might think, oh, actually, I never thought of it like mm. that. So I, I, I really like having these people who have super opposing views. Like if the whole world says, what is Russia doing? And I want to hear one person who says, Russia's actually in the right path. I'm not saying anything like this, but I just want to hear the opinions of those people. Because it's always good to see, oh, okay, like, like like I said, you're either super crazy and super stupid and don't know what you're talking about, or, oh, why aren't a lot of people not thinking like you? No, this podcast is a platform for people to speak their mind. So regardless if it's something that I believe in or I don't, they're free to, to say whatever they want to say. Yeah, it's not like in this room where like Janine and I were like on Reddit and putting our political views on everyone, like... We're just two normal people with regular day jobs and just have a passion for podcasting and talking about what's going on and in our lives and in the world and with our friends and everything. So, yeah, just don't think we are like those super crazy people. Not crazy, but like those super passionate people who go on the streets and rally and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so... Subscribe to the YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. I think this whole like darker setup has gotten into yeah. our moods for today. But no, I'm glad we had that chat. I'm glad we did, and like, stay tuned, guys, because the next now episode people is know the... what I believe in. But yeah. no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad we said it. Yeah. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad because. uh even a part of me really wants to elevate this podcast even further, maybe talk about some stuff which people really don't want to hear or, or topics that people are really not very familiar with. And uh, I'm glad this was like a great stepping stone into uh, like topics that we are not shy away from and what we want to talk about. And yeah, so the next week we already have uh, an episode in mind where we're going to talk about the plight of Genghis Khan. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I don't know what we're going to do in the next episode. We might have a guest, actually. We might have a, a very special guest on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okie so, dokies. That's it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Please let us also know what you think of my my interior decorating skills. And if you need any Let's help. Let's go back to a happy note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, please do subscribe. Do all the usual stuff anyway. Tell your friends about this. Share this podcast. Let us know if you want to talk privately or if you ever want to be a guest as well and you want to speak about your opinions and if we feel that you are worthy of taking this seat here then we will be contacting you nice yeah okay so yeah thank you guys (laughs) and uh really appreciate everything and thank you for the love and thank you for everything janine oh okay Dude, started getting sappy there. Yeah. No, it's I feel super overwhelmed. Like I'm like a part of me still can't believe still can't believe that I'm in this room right now with this setup. I know it looks very basic for you guys, but for me, it was everything. Hmm. So guys, on that note, um I don't want to go on a high note now. But you know what? Screw it. Have a nice nice day. We love you guys. We like you as a friend. Bye. Bye.